Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome to the very second episode of WOW, Women of Wrestling. So if you listened to part one, you know I ran down the Raw women's roster. I just pretty much went through everyone on the roster, gave my opinions on them. Uh, Now I'm going to do the same for SmackDown, so I'm literally going to jump right on into it. We're going to start with Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is honestly, I want to say, one of the women that I have nothing bad to say about. She is just incredible in every sense of the word. Uh, She has great charisma. She's very goofy. She can deliver a great promo, be it goofy, be it passionate. She's pretty much like a Jane or Jill of all trades, and I love it. Um... She recently just had that battle of the sexes match with uh, James Ellsworth, and it was entertaining for what it was. You know, I knew it couldn't be as competitive as they really would have wanted it to be, but I thought it was a very entertaining match. Um, I'm trying to figure... Yeah, a lot of people have been complaining about how Becky Lynch has been used as of late, and um, I always feel like whenever people look at the four horsewomen, Bailey, Charlotte... Becky and then Sasha it's always I feel like Becky's always the one who kind of got the shaft Um, but I love the fact that she was the only one that was on Smackdown because that way she pretty much carved out her own thing she was the first ever Smackdown women's champion so I think that's amazing and you know and now she's the captain of the Survivor Series team so I feel like you know, with Becky, they're doing the right thing by not giving her too much too soon so that when she does achieve certain things, it's like, oh my gosh, yay, versus, you know, Sasha's already a four-time champion, I think. Uh, is Charlotte a four-time champion? Yeah, Charlotte's a four-time champion as well, possibly about to be a five-time champion. Becky's only been a one-time champion. So the fans are, you know, would be more than excited for quite a few more Becky Lynch title reigns. And I'm very sure we've got a quite quite a few more on the way. Um, that's really all I got to say about Becky Lynch. Uh, Carmella, Miss Money in the Bank. The one thing I love about Carmella is I love how she makes the best of every opportunity. Um, she's, you know, not the best in the ring, and that's okay because I believe, like, Alexa Bliss, um, she came in with no wrestling experience, so she has about maybe three, four years under her belt, and you know, a lot of people say to become a good wrestler, you need like at least five, six to ten years to be like a really good wrestler. Um, That's not true for everyone, but you definitely see an improvement, but her character work is where she really, 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 really shines bright, and Triple H had said the reason why he put her on SmackDown and separated her from Enzo and Cass is because he felt like she could be a star in her own right. And I can't say how right he was. Carmella's really, I want to say, the breakout star of SmackDown right now. Um, even from like an in-ring aspect compared to all the others, yeah, whatever, that's okay. Sometimes it's not all about how well you wrestle, but how well you can tell a story. And honestly, for me, I care more about the story than the wrestling at this point because I want to get emotionally invested in the match. You know, if you're the heel, I want to see you get your ass kicked. Or sometimes, me, I'm the weird guy. I love the bad. I love the bad guys, the bad girls. I love seeing heels win. So I hate when baby faces win. Love when the heels win. 
Um, now, the Money in the Bank contract, uh, I personally think it would be best for her to cash in on Charlotte. Um, the reason why I say that is Natalia is a heel, and I think Natty's great. However, Charlotte is the more popular one. So when Charlotte finally does win the SmackDown Women's Championship, you know, Natty is going to give her the fight of her life. Natty and Charlotte always tear the house down. So I think that is the perfect opportunity to have Carmella cash in that briefcase because no one really takes the fight to Charlotte like um, Natty does. Um, Of course, her and Sasha, you know, they always had numerous battles, 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 battles. But you can definitely see the difference between a battle between Sasha and Charlotte versus Charlotte and Natty. So that's what I'm banking on Um, in terms of being a good women's champion. um, I personally think that Carmella will really have to use her character more to you know, make her reign awesome. And I think that, I don't think she'll have a problem with that at all. It's just all about making sure the booking is correct. But I think Carmella's really going to go far because you only can get better in the ring and we've seen her improve, but her character is just, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm honestly going to say this. I want to say that Carmella has the best character of the entire women's division on SmackDown. So, Let's move on to the queen, Charlotte Flair. I was so happy when they moved um, Charlotte to SmackDown. I felt like she needed um, kind of like a, a breath of fresh air, her career. Um, you know, she. I felt like at that particular moment in time, she reached her peak on Raw. Um, you know, being the women's champion, well, the Divas and then women's champion for... I want to say September of 2015. And then she came over to SmackDown. What was that? April of 17. So Charlotte was champion. I want to say close to two years. And when someone has been champion for so long and keeping someone in the top spot for so long, you know, eventually it gets stale. Eventually the fans want something different. So I was so happy to see her go to SmackDown. The um, the only thing I was worried about when she went to SmackDown, I was just worried that immediately she was going to become the SmackDown Women's Champion and they're going to have her dominate the SmackDown Women's Division, which isn't which I didn't think would be fair because the SmackDown Women had really you know when around the time Charlotte had came around, the SmackDown Women were really 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 kicking it up a notch when it came down to um, you know women's wrestling. You know, compared to the two shows, uh, Raw was definitely good. Um, no issues with Raw whatsoever. You know, in terms of how, in terms of their women, um, but it was just you. You definitely noticed the, the difference. And Raw tended to spotlight you know the same two, three women versus SmackDown. You kind of saw all the women get a spotlight. But now that I see that Charlotte's come to SmackDown, she got integrated in the storylines, and she kind of faded to the back. I love that 
because that shows, number one, the other women on the roster that, yeah, even though she's the queen, even though she's Ric Flair's daughter, she still has to get to the back of the line like everyone else. And I love that because that would have been a huge morale killer for all the women on SmackDown who had really been fighting and clawing to build that brand up. And then, boom, you just bring this woman over who's been a champion for nearly two years on the other show and just give her this title while we've been fighting for it for so long. So I love how they took a lot of reality and put that into the storyline with the welcoming committee because I believe that makes for the best storylines when you have a little bit of reality mixed in there. So I definitely would say they did a really good job with that. I'm very happy they did that. I personally really love it. Um, in terms of what I like about Charlotte, um, I love how she's just... We've seen her grow. I want to say Charlotte has had the most growth out of all the NXT women, because if you look at her when she first came onto the main roster, she was like this, you know, typical baby face, um, didn't really have much of a character. And if you, you know, listen to Charlotte's interviews and, you know, some of the um, things that she's talked about, she has said, you know, I didn't really feel comfortable as a babyface, when I first came in, like, I didn't really know my character. The, you know, the audit, the fans weren't really all that into me. And then, um, you know, she kind of kicked it up a notch when she turned heel. And then you saw her just literally evolve into, I want to say, a main event superstar. For me, what the moment where I felt like, damn, this girl is it, it had to be Hell in a Cell. When she had the main event match with Sasha for the Women's Championship, I looked at her entrance and I was like, this is an entrance of not only a queen, but this is the entrance of a superstar. And then even if you look at WrestleMania from this year, uh, I found it interesting that Bailey was the champion, but Bailey was out first and Charlotte got the last entrance. But naturally, Charlotte got the last entrance because she's the biggest star in the match and she had the most dynamic and incredible entrance. So, Charlotte Flair, um, I, although I'm, I really want the tat the title to stay on Natty for a little bit longer because I do believe she deserves, you know, at least a three four month title reign. I do know that when the title does move to Charlotte Flair. It's only going to bring more of a spotlight to the SmackDown Women's Division. It's only going to raise the prestige of the SmackDown Women's Championship because uh, Charlotte is just a star. It's literally like putting a title on John Cena. The title immediately is going to be elevated. So that SmackDown Women's Championship is going to be elevated leaps and bounds once Charlotte takes hold of it. Um, only thing I don't want is Charlotte to beat Naomi's reign. I'm a big Naomi fan, so 140 days, Charlotte, WWE, let's not beat that rain, okay? <laughs> uh, next, we have Lana. I'm going to say this. When Money in the Bank rolled around this year and Lana had the uh, Women's Championship match with Naomi, I was scared shitless. The reason why I was scared shitless is because the month prior, they put the title on Jinder Mahal. And Jinder Mahal had been an enhancement talent for years. So if they were to put a, the most prestigious championship in the entire company on someone who spent his entire career being an enhancement talent up until the next few months, who is to say they wouldn't put the championship on a woman who, even though she doesn't have a lot of wrestling experience, 
She's been incredibly over with the WWE Universe. I want to say for the past... How long has Lana been on the roster? About three, four years? Last three, four years. Lana's been incredibly over. So, And she's beautiful. And she's marketable. So I just was like terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, they're really going to take the title off of Naomi. But they didn't. Uh, <laughs> so about Lana, um, I love her. Um, again, some another woman whose character work is phenomenal uh when she plays the you know the russian character she is just so dynamic she's phenomenal on the mic great promos um she speaks with conviction and personally i love the fact that even though she has not been wrestling that long you can't tell um you know she struggles with you know transitions and certain things but things that they take time. You have to have matches. You have to have more matches to get comfortable with certain things. And I love that even though Lana has not been training very long, she literally had like a seven-minute pay-per-view match where she was in control the majority of the match. And even though she was a little green, you would have never thought she was as green as she was. So the one thing that I love about Lana, she had a huge spotlight put on her in that first championship match. And she... I don't want to say she blew it out of the water, but she, in my opinion, she exceeded expectations. Because for someone where their first match is, you know, their first real, real match is on a pay-per-view. It's for a championship, and it's in front of, you know, 13, 14, 15,000 people. That's a hell of a lot of pressure compared to wrestling in front of 200 people, you know, in an NXT live event. So, I definitely think Lana will be a big star. Um, She has the look. She has the charisma. She has, you know, the verbal chops. Um, And hell, she went toe-to-toe in the ring with The Rock in a promo. Who can really say of, you know, in this current crop of wrestlers, who can really say, like, I went toe-to-toe in the ring with The Rock in a promo? Who can really say that? Lana can say it. Um, So for Lana, I'd say, like, just keep training. uh, Keep up the great work. You're incredible. Uh, I love Lana. Um, Then we're going to talk about Naomi. Naomi is my girl. Um, The reason why I love Naomi so much um, is because I she has a story that we can all relate to. I remember when the Funko actually no, I'm going to take it past the Funkodactyls. I remember NXT season three. And, of course, you know, my favorite was Naomi because, you know, for me, I, I, I for once, I want to support the, the person who looks like me. There's not too many black people in wrestling. Um, there are far more now than there were before. Um, but, you know, for me, I wanted the sister to win. Um, I was very shocked to see that Naomi actually made it to, um, she was second place. I found that, I mean, I knew Caitlyn was going to win just simply because Caitlyn was, you know, the, the fan favorite, but I was just so shocked to see Naomi make it so far. Um, I loved how the company booked Naomi over the years. She was always booked incredibly strong. I love that. Um, she was incredibly athletic. Um, even when the Funkadactyls had tag team matches, and if they, I want to say like they won like eight times out of ten, the Funkadactyls won their tag matches, and you know Naomi would get the pinfall. And I just love how the company constantly built her up, built her up, built her up, built her up. Um, I was very disappointed that you know she was not champion sooner. 
But for some people, you honestly can just sit back and say, I'm glad they waited to make you champion because now that she did win a championship earlier this year, it meant so much more. And you enjoyed watching her come out to the ring as champion. You could see, like, you know, the level of excitement, her happiness, and you could see the pride. And I just love that because it's so much it's so much better to get behind someone who's fought seven, eight years to be champion versus someone who walks in and it's like, oh, three, four months later, here you go, here's a championship. Um I loved Naomi as Smack as a SmackDown women's champion. The one thing that I didn't like is I felt the company wasn't very wasn't all in with her reign. Um, but then again, that's a very, very hard, hard, very difficult situation. And I'm going to explain that. The reason why I say it's a difficult situation is because, um, the summertime, um, they had a, they were really trying to build everyone up. They were really trying to build everyone up over the summer. And that was, I can understand. It's like, okay, do we focus on one or do we want to focus on all? And unfortunately, by focusing on all, the champion kind of gets neglected. Um, what was Naomi champion for uh, four months? So she had three defenses against Lana. She had the rematch against Bliss. So that's four defenses. She had the match with Charlotte, which got interrupted. With the, that was five defenses. And then uh, her title match with Natty at SummerSlam. So Naomi had six title defenses in four months. So I think that's great. Um, you know, the more you defend the title, it, I feel like it kind of helps build it up. Um, I really want Naomi to be the SmackDown Women's Champion again. Um, I just feel she she just brings so much to the championship. You know, it's, it's one thing for someone to say, oh, I'm the champion, but it's for someone to literally live to be champion. Like being champion has made me so happy. It, it's everything to me. And I got that from Naomi and that's going to take me to my next person who is Natalia. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Love, love, love Natty. I've always loved Natty. Um, since she debuted back in 2008, attacking Michelle McCool with Victoria, I've always, always, always loved Natty. The, but I want to say 2017, it's crazy because I, I feel the first, you know, this this has been a breakout year for so many people. Um, it's, been a, it's been a year for Alexa Bliss. It's been a year for Naomi. Um, and now it's been a year for Natalia. Natalia, she's champion again after seven freaking years. By far, hands down, the best women, women's wrestler you have in the entire company has not been champion for seven years. That's That really bothered me. Um, but again, when that person finally does win the championship, it means so much more. Um, I personally hated the fact that she won the title as a heel, but then again, I felt like that was probably better because the first time she won it, she was a babyface, and the company really kind of squandered her reign. She was kind of like, uh, let's just give it to her, but I feel like now, as a heel, her championship is like her baby, 
And especially since she hasn't held the title in so long, it means that much more to her. So she's going to fight, claw, and scheme her way out of keeping that championship, as we saw at Hell in a Cell, which I feel is amazing. Natty's character work has really improved leaps and bounds, I want to say, since the Superstar shakeup. If you guys remember when she had, you know, the battle with Nikki Bella, and she said, yeah, she said, yeah, bitch, my cat has more charisma than you. Honey, when I tell you I was dead (laughs) we have seen natty just literally blossom into something we didn't even know was there and it's crazy because she's been in the company for nearly 10 years so when companies been i'm sorry when someone's been in the company for so long you know you don't really think that there'll be much room for growth so to speak because they've been there for so long they've been this person for so long but to see someone like natty still after you know how long she's been there she can still tweak things she can still kick it up a notch and she can still hang with everyone else i love it i'm glad they put the women's championship on her because it does give it a veteran feel um and she absolutely deserves it and then you already know that any championship match that is given it's gonna be a great match because natty can pull a great match out of anybody so I do hope Natty holds the title a little bit longer. Um, I really would like her to get to like close to like 120, 120 days. Of course, uh, not uh, surpassing Naomi's reign because that is not happening. <laughs> um, last but not least, we have Tamina. Again, Tamina is someone that I really do love. Um, she's a great, she's a great woman, great wrestler. Um, she's really been putting in a lot of work. Even some, you know, she's a mom. She has two girls. Um, she's had a few injuries, but she always comes back bigger, better, stronger. And that's why I love Tamina. She never gives up. She's always puts her best foot forward. And I was a little, I was very, very, very happy when. They introduced a storyline with her and Lana where they were saying um, Tamina's journey to the women's championship. And I loved it. And I felt like that was so awesome. Like, yes. Like they f- and I, I, I felt like that's what SmackDown is doing. I'm sorry to jump around a bit. But I feel like SmackDown is rewarding people. Um, they put the title on um, Becky Lynch, who's the first champion. And then Naomi whose championship has eluded her for so long. And then uh, Natalia, another person who a championship has eluded for so long. And then when you look at the roster and, you know, who's the next longest tenured person there, that person is Tamina. And I truly truly feel that Tamina deserves um, to be women's champion. Um, And I think what makes it better is she now has this partnership with Lana because now Lana can help her retain the title. Lana can help her in matches. Lana can basically help her stay champion. Um, So I just honestly think it's so awesome that they're doing that. Um, The storyline did kind of take a pause, which really kind of confused me. But... I understand in wrestling, um, things change on a daily basis. You know, you have something in front of you now, but then you come in tomorrow and it's like, okay, well, let's do this. Okay, well, no, 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 we're going to just scrap that whole thing and just do this instead. Um, 
so it's and then with the virus series coming up right now it's just so much to think about but tamina definitely deserves that spotlight i hope she gets it um i can't wait to see tamina as women's champion and to see what she can do and to see how she really just you know starts wrecking shit um so ladies and gentlemen that has been episode two uh well part one of episode one part two of episode one i'm so hungry (laughs) and have not had coffee so this has been part two of episode one uh a rundown of the smackdown women's roster um my next recording will come after survivor series i think i will probably just keep um the recordings for the women's wrestling probably like once or twice a month um more so post pay-per-view to make maybe the the day after a pay-per-view just to say like how the division is going up until that point um but thank you all for listening and feel free to leave comments feedback anything you you feel anything you agree or disagree with or anything that you would like me to discuss on the show so everyone have a wonderful have a blessed day and i will talk to you later and you will be hearing from me soon